Oh. Oh. That that was not a good noise. Oh. People aren't supposed to make noises like that. That usually indicates they're dying. <laughs> oh. That's like a That's like a really surprised Jewish crow. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I thought that and this PC could handle it. That seems fair, Apparently though. Apparently, it can't. Yeah, I'm surprised it can't because it's not. It's not it's old. Not, not old, and it's not that unpowerful. No. So. Oh well. Whatever. Um, Something to use some of that Patreon money on. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to buy a. I mean, I'd recommend just going to Dell and buying a fucking Dell laptop. Just something nice like and cheap. one of their five hundred dollar fucking laptops. Yep. Um, yeah, but if you buy a five hundred dollar laptop, is it going to be it, good enough? <laughs> it it should. Oh no! <laughs> we will test it within our return period. Yeah. Oh no. Uh but other than that, I like uh, butts. We are back. I'm finally moved out of my old house entirely. Entirely. Are the, are the keys turned in? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You feel good. Yeah. It it felt real good. You know why? Why? It felt it felt especially good to me. Why? Uh well, so d- d- they did the inspection with mm-hmm. me there. Uh and uh since I was throwing such a shit fit on emails and stuff and telling him off, I um uh the one of the people that came to do the inspection was someone from head office. Okay. Oh wow! It was the the manager for like that area, the district manager. The district manager, I guess, uh, equivalent to she's the one that manages that among several other buildings. Uh, so she came by uh, along with the building manager, uh, and uh, I'm standing there. They come in and they take a look, and I had just spent a long fucking time cleaning, mm-hmm. like. I was cleaning to the point where my body was saying, nah, we're done. We're going to take a You're break just not now. not moving anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I went, fuck you, body, and took some Percocet and had a monster energy. Those seem like they'd work counter to the, the purpose you want. Yeah. Well, they killed the pain in my body, and then monster energy gave Maybe me energy, energy to keep going. <laughs> um, I regretted that the next day. Uh <laughs> But so I cleaned it all out, got everything moved out and they come in and you know how like when you're moving out, inevitably there's like a shelf that gets missed or like you open a cupboard and you're like, oh shit, I left that there. Yep. Right. It it always fucking happens. Well, she opens the freezer and I guess I missed the freezer. I didn't wipe it down. There was like some crumbs of shit on the bottom, 
you know. Okay, so nothing. Yeah, random breading from like chicken, you know, like yep. yeah, just like something. crumbs and shit. And you're just like, oh, you know? sorry, I missed that. Yeah, and well, she looks at me. She kind of like piss pissy, and she's like, "You didn't clean in here at all." And I was like, "Sorry, I, excuse me. I guess I missed that." Um, I think I missed the freezer. Yeah, <laughs> that one part of the freezer. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I've like washed the walls, I've steam cleaned the carpets, I've fucking bleached the countertops and shit. Like it's clean. I fucking cleaned the oven and everything. I cleaned behind the washer and dryer and fridge and stove. You know, I did it all. And then, um, so but then she goes into the laundry room with the building manager. And building manager looks behind the fucking uh, washing machine. She's like, did he clean back here? And then she like leans over the leans over. She's like, I doubt it. And I was wow. like, wow. And I, I was like, you doubt what? Sorry. And she's like, you didn't clean behind the washer and dryer. And I'm like, yeah, pull I, it out. I did. And I kind of pulled it out. And I mean, you know, it wasn't as clean as the rest of the floor because I didn't spend fucking 10 minutes trying to scrub the shit down. I just wiped the shit off. Yeah. And yeah, moved wiped on. Wiped it down and cleaned. Yeah. I just wiped it off, you know, quickly, uh, you know, mopped. And that was it. Like, I didn't bother, like, trying to get the shit perfect because it's behind the fucking washer and dryer. I'm just trying to get the fucking dust off. Yeah. Like you know? Um, and she's like, you know, and there was one area where, uh, there was a water stain on the floor from behind the washer from where the tubes fucking dripped. And that wasn't, that didn't come off fully. And she's like, it's still pretty dirty. And I'm like, that's as clean as that's going to get. It's behind the fucking yeah. washing machine. When you're moving people in, they're not pulling appliances out to check and see how clean like, it is. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, after that. She uh, goes into the my room and takes a look around, and uh, I can hear her talking to the building manager. She's like, "This is fucking bullshit," you know. I'm not gonna fucking argue with him. Yeah, and I'm like, "All right, I guess they're already pissed. I haven't even said anything yet." Um, and then like she goes into the bathroom and she's like, "The tub is filthy," and I'm like. Actually, that's cleaner than it was when I got it. And uh, I was in there with for like 20 minutes with a bottle of fucking bleach. So uh, that's as clean as that shit's getting. Right. Yeah. I scrub. I had a fucking hard bristle brush and I'm just fucking scrubbing. Right. Because the thing is, when I got the apartment, there's like this fucking ring around the bottom of the tub this black yeah you ring. get that weird yep. yeah and the thing is the, the tubs from like the fucking 70s that sh it's permanent yeah <laughs> it's it not coming off yeah it's soaked into right? the enamel and it was like that when i moved in right and it never came off it never ever the entire time i was there from like you know people as anal as my dad trying to clean that shit up didn't it didn't come off and she's like this is filthy and i'm like that's better than it was when i moved in so eat a dick like yeah, quit your bitching what do you want from me yeah and then uh she's like oh you forgot your mirror and she points to the mirror on the wall and i'm like actually that's not mine uh that was there when i moved in oh what about those shelves yeah that was there when i moved in oh uh what about this fireplace that yeah that was there when i moved in did you not read the email where i told you guys that this place had not been cleaned whatsoever when i moved in did mm -hmm. you did you not get that one <laughs> I'm returning the apartment to you in a state better than when I got it. Um, so 
then uh, eventually the building manager looks at me. She's like, did you have the carpet professionally cleaned? And I was like, I cleaned them. And she's like, no, but they, they were professionally cleaned. And I'm like, I, I cleaned them yeah, you're like, with my steam cleaner. And they're like, oh, no, you have to have them professionally cleaned. And I was like, we went over this yeah, already. Yeah, no. I was like, we've been over this. So I, I just I just immediately, like, in this exact tone, I'm like, according to the Alberta Landlord Tenant Act, a tenant cannot. And immediately the district manager or whatever is just like, fuck it. I'm not going to argue with you. This is bullshit. And I was like wow like i'm just sitting there like holy shit you're fucking pissed off and then like she looks at the building manager and she's like just fucking like just fill it out just sign it whatever and i was like okay and i'm watching her like she's like oh but i'm not done the checklist she's like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter just whatever just it doesn't that doesn't count doesn't don't even do it she's like just sign it i'm not gonna argue with them give me the keys get out of here and i was like (laughs) wow yeah i was like holy shit and I was like, all right, keys are on there and have a fun fucking time. And I'm walking to the door and there, and she's like, oh, what about the, this charge? Cause there was a $300 charge from the fire department for a false alarm mm-hmm. because unfortunately, uh, my, um, uh, fire alarm is connect like the, the, the building alarm system. Cause we had like ADT alarm or some bullshit. Yeah. Um, the fire alarm was so fucking weak. You could set it off with, set it off with boiling water. Yep. And it was directly connected to the fire department. Yep. Just instantly calls them. Instantly calls them. It doesn't even give you like the 10 seconds to go punch your code in and turn it, it off. Like, Nothing. Yeah. It just, just like, immediately hey. calls them. Even if you disable the alarm. And I'm like, that's stupid. That's really dumb. Yeah. Why oh, won't yeah. you let me disable the fucking alarm? Or they should call you and they be should. Like, hey, yeah, they need to give you the okay? opportunity to correct a false alert. Yeah, but they don't. And I've bitched about them about it several times. And uh, well, I guess back in May, the fire department came in, and uh, yeah, they sent a three hundred dollar invoice which that's my fault apparently. So they're like, yeah. So what about that invoice? And I'm like, I turn around and I'm like, tell you what. I'll allow you to take it out of the damage deposit. Hmm. And then I kind of smirk because I know the answer. And I'm like, oh, wait, do you need me to sign something to let you take money out of the damage deposit? Of course they do. And they're like, and and they're like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you do. Because the thing is, I know the answer because they're not entitled to take my damage deposit because of their fuck up already. Yep. (laughs) So... I went to them and I I was like, okay, I want it listed three hundred dollars for the alarm right here. And she they wrote down three hundred dollars for alarm, and then right underneath it, no charges except for alarm, and initialed it. And I initialed and signed it, so I now have a signed document from them. Yep. And I'm like, that's right. Fuck you. Eat it. <laughs> yeah, so Eat now you're done. Fucking dick. You don't have to ever go back there or deal with them again. Nope, I don't. Yeah, there's there's not a lot that's worse, honestly, than like a shitty landlord or a shitty like. Well, it, it was fucking like I'm just gonna say their fucking name it was Rancho Realty. They own a fuckload of buildings. Yeah, they yeah. do. They own a fuckload of buildings here in Alberta. They own a fuckload of buildings out in BC too. They're it's funny because if you look them up on Yelp, they have one star. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, they're probably well, when they conduct business like that, no fucking wonder they have one star. Yeah, they're they're a 
it's bullshit it's a they're a bullshit company and they like that's the thing is they try to fuck you out of money that you don't have to like i'm half tempted uh, i probably shouldn't say no whatever they're not watching this but i'm half fucking tempted to fucking show up at the fucking apartment building and paste a note on the door of every single fucking tenant and just be like by the way you don't actually have to get your carpet steam cleaned yearly and just highlight the relevant portions of the landlord tenant act yeah be like here you go make them pay for it don't let them do this to you like yeah and like i honestly like the the apartment i lived in they were amazing like they were just like i steam clean the rugs i just never had to deal with any of that bullshit and it's such yeah. a huge difference between between like a good property management company and just a fucking seedy greasy yeah. property man well like company. i and i've dealt with some seedy property management companies before like i lived downtown with one of them can't remember which one it was it was one of those big ones though and like they're notorious for pulling bullshit and even they didn't give me that kind of hassle yep so i, I, I think just... a big difference is i find that you'll get uh landlords who treat the property as like a thing they own and so they're always trying to make sure that it's undamaged and it pristine yeah and then there's landlords who rent you a place to live yeah yeah right and when people live in a place there's wear and tear yes right guaranteed well it, that's the thing is like they're expecting like the carpets and the walls to come back like brand fucking new. untouched right yeah, impossible they, and and like you know like they told me they're like we can't rent this place out until it's professionally cleaned it's uh, that's and, not and true. i was like i was like that's yeah, well i was like yeah that's not true legally that's not true they don't have to steam yeah. clean and the if fucking it's carpets. true to your own policy that's yeah that's not my fucking problem yeah. and I, it's not my job to cover your maintenance and overhead exactly and you know what you could have done you could have just been like well things how you asked me if i had them professionally cleaned you don't know the fucking difference anyways so i could have just told you that they were <laughs> professionally cleaned made up a fake invoice and you would have had no fucking idea well that's the thing i was half tempted to just write up an invoice and be like here i had them professionally cleaned by my fucking self <laughs> yeah i own a carpet cleaning business on the side and yeah, by like... own a carpet cleaning business i mean i just do that uh you can't say it wasn't professionally clean i paid myself for this it's <laughs> just like pull three hundred dollars cash out yeah because they have no way to, to determine cash. like an accredited carpet cleaner well that's like, the thing is there is none yeah there's no such thing exist. as a fucking like licensed carpet cleaner no, like, it's a business that cleans carpets <laughs> yeah, at every, best you know, you know what you know what a professional carpet cleaner is you go to safeway get a rug doctor for a hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. and oh, the chemicals and, and go home and use well it. and that's the thing is like so rug doctors are terrible um uh, i don't know they're pretty the few times i've used they, them they're amazing they can damage carpet that well, is a thing. They're intense, yeah. but um, but I I actually went out and I bought like a three hundred and fifty dollar fucking Bissell steam cleaner yeah. fucking unit. Like it's it's huge. It's, it's one of those ridiculous carpet shampooing fucking things, and it's got like hand attachments and all this bullshit. Like you know, and uh, it went it would go so hard and pull so much shit out of the carpet that when i did the carpets here it pulled so much crap out from just the years and years of just living living yeah. that i had about a softball sized pile of 
just carpet stuff. Mm. And that's not even the stuff that got sucked up into it. That's the stuff that was like, would like fall out of the spinning wheel Ooh, things. Gross. Like, you know, so imagine how much was actually in the fucking tank. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, so, and, and same thing was happening at my, at my old apartment, right? Because I could tell the carpets had never been steam cleaned, right? Never. Yeah. So I went through and I did it all and they were clean, right? They were extremely reasonably, you know, there's a couple spots here and there, but I'd been living there for five years. Yeah. So you can't, I, you can't tell me that that's not reasonable wear and tear. Justifiably so. There's going to be some wear and tear after yeah. five years. Well, and like, that's the thing is, you know, one of the things that pisses me off is like a lot of these people and places buy up these properties as investments and they do their best to not spend a fucking dime on it. Yeah. So what they want, you know, is a brand new house that, that someone else is, that new. stays brand new yeah, that, that someone, someone else, else is paying. Well, yeah. that someone else is paying for. And, and I would just like to say that that's a typo, not people, slum lords yeah <laughs> uh, so it's it's fucking i hate it it's brutal yeah well glad you're out of there yeah i'm well yeah i'm i'm glad as well also so he's in a much greater place oh god no 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 stop no, stop. <laughs> no they don't stop. need to listen to us twice yeah i'm just trying stop. to pull up the chat here unfurled now in stereo oh. um by the way, we should probably, sh uh, I'm just going to share this and retweet it. Hey. And stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, we never did. Apparently yeah. it both works and it isn't choppy anymore. Awesome. Let's, Hooray. We found a fix. Uh, shit. I don't have unfurled on here. Uh, it, it's just the usual password. Yeah. It's going to take me two seconds. Yeah. Password. Adam, you had a thing to talk about while I do this. I did have a thing. Actually, did Vox have a thing first? I, I don't have a thing. I was at work all day and not looking at the news. That is totally fair. All right. Um, so I'm going to paint you a motherfucking picture. Okay. As I usually do. And I saw this, uh, I think it was about a week and a half ago. Um, so um, imagine yourself. All right. If you can. I, I can. I'm very good at it. <laughs> You're like... Right on! Done! <laughs> Done, I'm there. Uh, okay, so imagine, if you will, you are a baby. Okay? Yeah. We're, we're okay. all a baby at one point. All right? So imagine yourself, you are a baby. Yep. And I do believe... Goo Gaga. I, I, <laughs> I immediately drink the bleach. <laughs> no, this is no, not no, no. who's your daddy. Sorry, sorry. You're a... <laughs> you are a... Um, you're an, uh, the baby of the unborn variety. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. That's hard to imagine. Harder no, to imagine. It's I fine. need some blankets. You uh, can do I, need, it. I need some black. <laughs> just You're like black I need nothingness. Some, I need some KY in a kiddie pool. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that there's like, uh, you know, a kiddie pool fucking unbirthing fetishist that makes a thing exactly for uh, us. I'm, I'm sure. There's, there's a, everything's a fetish. <laughs> everything. Talking about it. This is a fetish. Everything. Um, so imagine yourself as a unborn baby and you're just sort of hanging out in the womb and everything's fine and watching the latest episode of Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> um, and you know, you're just kind of like absorbing those nutrients and, and, uh, hanging out in there and you're thinking, you know, I gotta get out of this place sometime soon. You know, it'd be good. Be born, you know, 
you know, really, like it's cool. It's a cool pad, but you're thinking about moving out. You yep. know what I mean? Yep, that happens. You'll you'll get the you'll get the placenta professionally steam cleaned before, <laughs> before you move oh out. My God. Uh, you know, but, but but like hopefully the landlady you know isn't too uh, isn't too harsh on you. Well, you know when you're born, but uh, and uh, all of a sudden you feel uh, you feel a slight a slight prick. Something there's a it's a home invasion. Quite, oh, okay. Quite literally. There's a, <laughs> so, home invader. There's there's a giant needle and a tube that comes towards you and impales you. What? Ow. And I'm not okay with this. Yeah. Now this is getting into like some prey shit. So, um, uh, thankfully, um, actually, this is fairly relatable to uh, our friend Car. So, uh, just recently was the first ever in utero performed heart surgery. Jesus. Oh my God. So. It's a heart. It's a surgery inside of a surgery. Yeah. Right. Surgeryception. So, okay. So basically what happened is there wasn't a proper connection. Um, there wasn't a proper connection between uh, the tubes in the baby's heart. Hey, yep. So there's no connection to uh, for the transfer of oxygen, but because the baby was still in the womb, it absorbed all of its oxygen uh, from its mother. From the mother. Yeah. So yep. there was no problem. And the issue being is if that baby was born, they would have like like minutes maybe. Yeah, like you don't you're not prepared for for that. Yeah. Because as soon as the baby's born, now it's heart is working on its own. Yeah. Now it is now the baby's problem, effectively. <laughs> and it's a significant problem to have as a baby. They they uh they they posted a prod. Hash, hashtag baby problems. Yeah. Um so they said, okay, so basically like the doctor was like, hold my beer. <laughs> I'm gonna try something. So what they did is they actually they actually jabbed a needle and a tube through the womb into the baby, into the heart. So just imagine like in the mother, into the womb, into the baby, into the baby's heart. And what they did is they took the baby's heart and shot air into it and inflated the tubes like a balloon so that oxygen could flow. Whoa. So, and left the tube in there to allow the transfer of oxygen so that basically they could, they could fix, they could fix the tubes so that the baby could breathe long enough so that when they, they fixed it, basically they like band-aid and then they could birth the baby, the baby would be fine, and then they could finish up the operation. Ah, okay. Sounds groundbreaking for sure. So, like, um, basically what it goes on to say is that, and the doctors discovered this just before the baby's birth. So they, like, just caught it. Oh, wow. Jesus. Before the baby was birthed. Um, and uh, effectively, they discovered that there were no openings in the walls between either the two upper chambers of the heart or the bottom two chambers. 
Oh, okay. Yep. That'll fuck you right up. So the atria and the ventricles, there was no connection between the two of those. Yeah. The upper and lower chambers of the heart. So no blood circulation. Um, and no oxygenated blood. So like, <gasps> that's a fucked situation. Yeah, basically. But it's, yeah, it, it actually reminds me of like that double hand transplant they just did a bit ago too. Did you hear about that? Uh, no. Some kid, I can't remember why, but he lost his hands. Uh, and well, uh, <laughs> they, they transplanted him with new hands. They had donor hands and yeah. went ahead. Yeah, apparently, um, the, it was like fucking groundbreaking. The yeah. amount of shit that they learned about reattaching fucking like uh, blood vessels and muscle and tendons and bone and shit. And they did a hand transplant and apparently the kid can like write his name. Wow. No, he actually has the motor motor function to be able to like write That's and hold nuts. stuff. And yeah. Did you, uh, did you hear about, I think we talked about that before about the head transplant. I'd heard about that. That, that was like their next. I don't know if it's gone ahead. It's happening. Ah. In Russia or something like. Sorry, you said gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So anyway, to so this is I'll give you a little more. I'll give you a little more info. So basically, what they did is they inserted a catheter. Uh, fed through the needle, uh, with a tiny balloon in it. That what they did is they. I guess it's similar. It says here to an a balloon angioplasty yep. to uh, open up blocked. Uh, coronary arteries. Yeah, yep. it's like a shunt, basically. Yeah, and then they blow up the balloon, uh, which basically open a hole in the wall of the heart to allow oxygen and allow blood to flow. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Basically, the baby was having a heart attack before it was even born. Yeah. So, and I guess they have, because they, they say that if they would have, um, if they would have delivered the baby, that, um, it's kind of a weird thing, but apparently it's it can could have caused something called blue baby. Oh, yeah. Which basically like yeah, and the the baby as soon as that as soon as I guess this affliction hits the baby, it's it'll Brain die damage. shortly. Yeah, it'll die shortly afterwards, normally. Yeah. Um but yeah, the very first in utero huh. heart surgery ever yeah, performed. That is that is crazy. Which yeah. is I think pretty fucking awesome. That and, is pretty fucking cool. And the parents were clearly overjoyed. Yeah. And well, uh, that, that kid's going to be a textbook case for the rest of his oh, life. Yeah, he's going to, well, yeah, he's going to be a case study. I'm pretty sure I'm a case study in a, in a couple textbooks myself <laughs> somewhere. I, um, I was one of the, I was part of the beginning of the whole like ADHD Ritalin thing. So I was put through a fuckload of studies too. Oh, like originally, kind of. Yeah, like the I played uh, literal hours of tic tac toe. Oh, oh. Uh, they made me do things like play a game where it's like there is a man voice and a woman voice, and there's furniture words and animal words. So like chair or cat, and there's your right ear and your left ear. And it's this game where it starts out simple, where it's like if when the man voice says a furniture word, click the mouse. And then it turns into when a man voice says a furniture word or the woman voice says an animal word, click the mouse. Oh, 
And then it's, yeah, when, it's an attention. when the man voice says a furniture word in your left ear, click the right mouse button. When the woman voice says an animal word, and they basically go through these combinations, and they just keep adding rules yep. as you go, and you have to click either the left or right or do nothing. Yep. It's, and, a, it's a focus exercise, just yeah. done hard. And I've I played, uh, they put me through, I believe... Uh, the one time it was two hours solid Oof. of that Yuck. <laughs> to test my attention span and shit. Like, yeah, like everything. They test my sight and hearing and everything. It was weird. But I'm, I think there's like a, you know, bunch of shit they did to me in a textbook somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, the, some of the shit that's happening in the world of medical science is getting crazy. I was just watching Joe Rogan podcast the other day, actually, and he was talking about uh, they figured out, like, a new way to actually repair ACL injuries. Oh, wow. Uh, and, like, normally, if you injure your ACL, like, you uh, tear your it's ACL. It's, like, fucked. Yeah, it's fucked. Like, your career might be over. And if it's not, you're out for, like, a season, like an entire year. Yep. And even then, when you come back, you won't be full 100%. Uh, with this new thing that they got, apparently they got this athlete back up and running within, like, three months. Oh, oh holy wow. shit. Yeah. So, and it's all, like, the stem cell shit that's happening right now, too, where they're like, they're like, what? Your what's injured? Okay. And they just take a needle of stem cells and just, like, inject it into the fucking site. And then it just heals it just regenerates shit they've been doing that for spinal stuff where they've been injecting stem cells into spinal discs and shit like that to help repair them huh. and yeah fucking shit's getting crazy man it is getting crazy and you just know there's some i told you so people out there about stem cells well yeah because it's like maybe you should have waited and yeah. found out the, the two big things in the future are going to be stem cell technology and CRISPR technology designer babies yeah, yeah. so those are going to be the two things to watch out for but um i did have another thing to talk about that's completely unrelated go for it and it's less awe-inducing and more just infuriating i quit <laughs> um, and over that's all not, the time we have not politically infuriating oh okay it's from the tech industry Infer which is oh, almost worse oh yeah, buddy adam knows that i'm gonna talk about <laughs> so as you know i'm a big fan of uh you know open tech mm -hmm. uh, you, you've made your uh position on it fairly clear yeah uh i'm not a big fan of uh people forcing me to do things, taking away options, mm -hmm. uh, like, for example, uh, Apple with the headphone jack thing. Mm -hmm. Not a huge fan of that, and I railed well, on I them pretty hard. Going. Um, nice so what Google did with their latest Pixel phone <laughs> is removed the headphone jack. Yeah, removed the headphone jack. I'm so fucking mad. <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. Fuck Google. Oh my god! Fucking like the only de-bloated uh, actually open fucking device on the goddamn market and they removed the fucking headphone jack. <laughs> it's just time to get Bluetooth headphones for everyone. Uh, it's my car doesn't have Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing is everyone everyone says they're like we'll just get Bluetooth. 
under my car? Yeah. I'm just going to wear Bluetooth fucking headphones in my fucking car. Yeah, because, like, you know, it's not illegal or anything. Uh, <laughs> or just, I guess you're just going to have to remove your sound system and just put in Bluetooth yeah. speakers. Oh, great. So now because if, if I want to do this and I want to listen to my fucking phone music. Oh, great. I've got to buy a fucking $600 goddamn stereo and put it in my fucking car. Fuck you, Google and <laughs> Apple. Fuck them both. And that I, I'm just going to point out that I fucking called it, too, when I was saying that one of the reasons I was really mad at Apple is because they're such a big player that when they do shit like this, other people follow. Yep. So inevitably, here we fucking are with a flagship Android phone and no goddamn headphone jack. I want to murder puppies. That's how fucking <laughs> mad this makes me. Fucking puppies didn't remove the headphone jack. Doesn't matter. They get the fucking brunt of my rage. You! <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> oh my god. That's straight up bad parents. What? <laughs> uh, where you're just like it's your fault that things are bad for me oh my god well and and the thing is is that it just it ticks me off because like like what happened with the iphone and the macbook uh when it came out and the whole fucking era of the dongle happened <laughs> no era of the dongle uh, right well we're still fucking living in it that you know even my fucking other laptop, I need a fucking dongle to plug it into any fucking monitor. I don't want 800 goddamn fucking adapters. T too bad. This is the dongle. The industry wants you to have 800 adapters. No, and now it wants you to have no adapters. Yeah, no, StarTech wants me to have 800 fucking adapters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking. And that's just uh, it, right? Uh, you know. Wanting to have an open and and open source and compatible world is great. The problem is business is not driven by ideal. No. And even when a business tries to be forward, there is always an underlying portion that has to do with the dollar. So that's why when Apple pulled the headphone jack, I can't be mad because no business is going to do something that is going to perpetuate something when they could just improve their bottom line it and that's just it with google doing this i want to know which uh which wireless company they're invested in well that's the thing they're not google's not invested directly in any bluetooth provider or they don't own any headphone companies nothing no they don't even own a kodak N none of it hmm like, I mean, maybe like some obscure subsidiary somewhere owns some weird fucking Bluetooth audio patent of some kind, but that's not the market they're going for because they're not pushing some proprietary codec thing like what Apple did with their like higher quality Bluetooth codec that they put out. Right? They didn't. They're just like, yeah, there's just no headphone jack. Sweet. So it's time so to get. Bluetooth headphones and never listen to music in your car again. Yeah, well, so <laughs> you can, that's the thing is I could get the USB-C dongle to plug the fucking headphone. I, the phone had better come with it. Like, I'm sorry, you yeah, take that, that out, it had better come with it. Those adapters better be Did like, the iPhone come with it? Yes. Like, oh my god. Yeah, see, like, at least if they remove that shit, at least if they're like, 
We're right. s- we're making life still easier for you. Yeah. Than we're going to okay. take an option away, but at least we include it in the box. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll take the option away, but we'll still give you the option. Yeah. Well, and it's just, it's so fucking frustrating because like as an audio guy. Yeah. Wireless is never going to match it's never going to live up to your expectations what the fuck am i going to do with these Uh, fucking nice akg fucking headphones you're going to use them to podcast use them to podcast exclusively right i mean it's a good thing i didn't go out you know back when i was still working and had a job i was about ready to drop about five hundred dollars on a set of earbuds jesus that's well, some intense ear. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, you can get some really, really good sound out of, you know, there, and there's companies like, um, uh, LG. They're the, uh, the, I can't, I can't, I think it's the LG V20. Uh, one of their older flagship phones has like this ridiculous DAC with like four stage fucking amplification and shit to make it sound really good. You know, you've got Sony coming out with their high res, high res audio baked into their phone. Yep. And then you have Google making the phone uh, forced to go through a less, less beneficial, uh, codec. Yeah. Oh, goody. My options are shitty Bluetooth and like wireless audio or i can buy an external fucking deck and carry that shit around yep like fuck like oh I'll, I'll arguably say that like i don't know i use i use bluetooth in my car and it's you know i and now arguably corded is always better like we spoke right like we spoke of before like having a wire it's it's normally better charging music like audio quality Yep. Pretty much always better. There's right? a reason that yeah. all of the, my computers right now Having are running connection. on wireless or are running wired. Yeah. Right now, that one's wired. That one's wired. The one upstairs is wired. The one upstairs, upstairs is wired. And the other two upstairs, upstairs are all wired. Uh, you're welcome. Now, yeah. I will, I will <laughs> say to me, it doesn't make a difference. I've been living wireless for, you know, music and stuff for so long that. Trying to remember where my headphones are is a problem. <laughs> like, if you come into my house right now, we have a couple of key hooks at the front. My key hook at the front has 10 pairs of headphones on it. Because what would happen is I'd lose one, I'd go buy a new one, and come home and find an old one, and then I'd stop using it for six weeks. Yeah. Well, but, the, like, that's the thing is, you know, you're not exactly an audiophile. No, I am, I'm absolutely not. Right. So, to me... Which, as far as music goes, I'm an average consumer. Yeah. It, it doesn't make a huge difference. But, sadly... I'd even say you're like a, you know, low-tier consumer as far as... Hey, like whoa. Well, you don't spend hundreds of dollars on fucking music, and you don't... You're not one of those people that, like, lives for music. Like, I, no. I know a couple people, they're pretty standard consumers, and they go through a fuckload of music. They're, like, yeah. headphones on all the time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm definitely not. Yeah. So you're a pretty light consumer when it comes to. To, to be music. fair, I I listen to a fuck ton of audiobooks. Yeah, I was gonna. Which sound quality isn't exactly their forte. No. No, at, you don't really need at 200 megs for fucking 25 hours of audio. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't need to hear my uh, my book be read to the point where I can hear the lips smack every time they talk and, yeah, and no. the the slight ruffle of the page turn. <laughs> <laughs> 
oh, you can, you really get the, the, the fuzziness of the paper through the audio. <laughs> it really adds to the experience. It adds. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and like that's the thing is like I like I was actually going to mention like you listen to a fuckload of audiobooks, a fuckload of them, which is not exactly it's not DAC pushing. No, <laughs> it's not going to make any computer cry. You're not listening to a bunch of one ninety two fucking twenty four bit audio ever. I don't actually know if you have any. I have a bunch of flack stuff that I downloaded a long time ago, but. <laughs> So, yeah, I just, this, it's fucking, it's eight goddamn millimeters, for fuck's sake. Uh, apparently that is too many. Like, you know, I could understand if we were dealing with these with the quarter, inches. Oh, yeah. quarter inch fucking monstrosities. Yeah, I could understand. But, fucking, it's, Come on. it's, <laughs> it's so small, mm-hmm. for fuck's sake. And I, like... I get that, like with uh, with Apple, they moved the actual DAC off the board. But the thing, and everyone's like, it's saving space by moving the DAC off the board and doing all this. And then I find out that the, where they put the DAC was inside of the fucking dongle. So you're telling me that you can fit an entire fucking DAC and amp in a fucking two inch cable? I didn't know the DAC was in there. That's yeah. actually neat. Yeah. It's huh. tiny. It's like this big. And then they're like, we need to save space. I'm like, really? All half a fucking millimeter? That's what that was for? Apparently. Jesus fucking Christ. In- <laughs> like, innovation. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and then, like, I don't know what Google's reasoning is. I If they say courage once. Yeah. Once <laughs> drive down, I, I will drive with you. I will drive down, and I'm straight up going to bomb the Google building. That's what's <laughs> going to happen. Like every single one on the way, I'm going to find a data center, and I'm going to set off a fucking nuke on the Google data centers. Because <laughs> oh. hashtag premeditate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for our listeners out there, just stay stay tuned over the next episodes, and we'll see if. Tal's steady meltdown as technology doesn't go oh, his way God. continues because oh it will. Uh, yes. in, in other news, I switched to Freedom Mobile. Yeah? Yeah. I don't regret it. I, I wouldn't think so. You'll have to let me know how it does outside the city. Uh, I was actually with, uh, I was just with Carter, actually, we, when we did the bachelor party. Yeah. And he was, he has Freedom Mobile and he was on his phone the entire time. Sweet. We're driving through BC and shit. That's not too bad, actually. Because yeah. I, I like, and they keep saying they're they're improving it. Yeah. So I just know that I've heard some. Well, because like the we the big about. thing is now that they have actual agreements with the other providers. Yeah. So you switch on to other providers, which is funny because since he doesn't have one of their band sixty six LTE phones, um, so he doesn't get LTE when he's on the home network. Yeah. But when he was out in BC, he gets he LTE. <laughs> That's hilarious. See, if I wasn't on a corporate plan i would probably be on freedom just because the cost is so outrageous right now i cannot stand it so for me it is i have so my plan right now is eight gigs on of data uh at full speed and then they do the throttling thing but they don't charge you more uh so theoretically unlimited but at full speed it's eight gigs uh unlimited uh national uh calling 
mm-hmm. uh, unlimited uh, global t- uh, text and video messaging. Um, it was, I think I have unlimited US calling as well. Mm-hmm. And then I have something ridiculous like a gig of data anywhere in the Canada or the US. So if I go to the US, I still get a gig mm-hmm. of data. Uh, so all of that put together is costing me uh just over thirty eight dollars. It's like thirty eight dollars and forty cents. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and see, as they get stronger, I want to see the other the other telcos start yeah. to cry. That is on a promo plan. Uh, like you, you were saying, you have like codes or something. Like it's on a promo thing. And yeah, if friends need codes, I got codes. Yeah. Uh, but so my plan normally is fifty nine dollars. <laughs> but even then, yeah. Right, I pay just over sixty bucks for what I get, and that's thirty-five percent off. I think. Yeah. So, and, and like that's the thing is, I did the math, and it's saving like because uh, Ryu and I we were on a shared plan of sorts, and it's saving us one hundred and forty-four dollars a month. Yep. Yeah. B- between Excellent. the two of us. I'm glad to hear it. And I'm glad to know that it's working good because yeah. I know back when it was, um, what was it before? freedom before it was freedom what was it uh, wind. wind wind mobile Ear- earlier wind had some significant especially long distance issues yeah but they, like well, gotten it all figured out well and that's the thing is they they ended up getting purchased by shaw completely yeah so they're just 100 percent owned by shaw now because they used to be basically a bunch of egyptian people like a bunch of egyptian investors just went we want to start a mobile company and came to canada yeah and they did it wrong. <laughs> they did it very wrong. <laughs> well, they were just like, uh, infrastructure? What's that? Yeah. Uh, so then Shaw came in and they were like, yeah, so... It was a case of, you know the cell phone business and we've got the infrastructure. Yeah. Well, they also came in and went, you're doing it all wrong. We're just going to buy you. Um, Here's some money. Get out. Yeah, pretty much is how that went. But... Yeah, so there's that. But that also frustrates me because the current Pixel phone that has the headphone jack, that doesn't have band 66. So I can't Lol. I can't ever get LTE. So now you're stuck with a choice. Headphone jack or full full data speeds? Yeah. That's your choice now? Yep. That's or unfortunate. go to, there's several Samsung phones that have LTE, which gross, Samsung. Yeah. Um, there's several LG phones that, that have LTE, which apparently aren't really rootable so right now i'm looking at the sony xa1 ultra i believe um which seems to be mostly unlockable and rootable if sony is to be believed and sony does support their developers quite a lot they've released the full uh, open source images uh so aosp uh for those not aware uh google android is just Google's version of Android, which is a fork of what's called, or sorry, uh, which has a fork called AOSP or Android Open Source Project, mm-hmm. which is basically open source Android. It just has some of the Google shit taken out, yep. like the proprietary stuff. I've installed it in VMs before. Yeah. That's so, cool. Yeah. And it's fully open source. It's basically Linux. Um, and, and what Google does is they develop and develop and they release AOSP basically uh it's sort of like chrome versus chromium right chromium is fully open source 
and just has the Google shit taken out. And that's the open source side of Chrome. Chrome is just Chromium with Google's little like things. little nuances. Little yeah. This, that, and the other thing. Yeah. Like the login with your Google account and stuff oh, like that. I the proprietary to to stuff. Yeah. Get rid of all that bullshit. Yeah. Well, I re- highly recommend switching to Chromium or uh, Firefox, one of the two. Um, I've been on Firefox for a while because Chrome was just pissing me off. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, Chromium or Firefox, there's also things like, uh, I guess there's like Ice Weasel and all kinds of shit. But yeah, so there's Android open source project. So what, uh, Sony has been doing with their Xperia phones is they've been releasing the AOSP image for all their Xperia phones. So you can, you can switch back to the actual open source Android on their phones, which is really rare for uh, it, these it's companies. rare for a manufacturer to release control that is yeah. that is rare well because the thing is their whole idea is they want to support developers yeah. they want developers to do shit with their things right so th- that's like why the sony watch why i had that for so long because they're just like yeah just whatever here's the so- here's the code do what the fuck you will because that sells devices Absolutely. right if yep. you right that, that's the thing is by doing that they ba- they have my vote pretty much that's probably where i'm going just because they did that. Mm-hmm. Granted, I am a part of a very, very small market share. Uh, you are, but you know, it, it's still it sells devices nonetheless. Yep. It's also important for people like if you're in the middle of fucking like South Africa or some shit, and half of the shit in the states uh, doesn't work. Why the fuck are you paying? You know, all that extra money for yeah, this stuff that dealing, doesn't work. Yeah, or dealing with a phone that has all this software on it that doesn't fucking work the way it should. Yep. It also gets around regulation because, you know, like China's like, oh, you have to do this, you have to do this. And Sony's just like, okay, well, we'll do that. Also, all of our phones can be booted with this one that doesn't have it, though, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, do what you want with your own phone. Yeah. We won't stop you. By the way, it's illegal. Um, Don't get caught. Click this button to accept. <laughs> like, so it, it's just, uh, you know, the, that's probably where I'm going to end up going. Uh, and that one does have LTE. The thing's a fucking, it's basically a Nexus 7. Like, it's a fucking tablet. <laughs> it's huge. Uh, do you know how tablet. long I've wanted just a 7-inch or so tablet? Uh, I think the XA1 in it. I believe the XA1 Ultra is actually a full 6-inch screen. Oh my god, that's so big. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's sort of insane. Yeah. Well, uh, are we able to play car segment? Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, we can find out. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Car, and tonight I just I've stumbled on hilarity that I, I felt I I really needed to share. Um. So. In addition to just all of the fun stuff that's been coming out of the White House again, because this just never stops being news. Um, if you haven't heard, the uh, press secretary of uh, of the United States was fired. So that was Spicer gone. Uh, under the protestations of Trump hiring on another guy, Scaramucci, who has now also been fired. I'm starting to feel like this is a Monty Python skit. The man responsible for the title cards has been sacked. Also, the man for the sa- responsible for the sacking has been sacked. <laughs> anyway, and I almost kind of feel like this next bit, the actual more amu- even more amusing part that I've found, 
kind of came out of, at least I wouldn't be surprised, of Scaramucci being fired. Um, because what we just had come out today was transcripts from the conversations that President Trump had over the phone with uh, the president of Mexico and the president of, uh, or prime minister of Australia as well. And just hilarity has ensued. Um, basically, I'm just going to go over a couple of the, the amusing things. If you want to read the whole transcript for this, it's available on the, the Washington Post's website. Um, and there's links through through the uh, politics subreddit and stuff like that. But uh, um, basically, it's a transcript going through how even Trump realize, knows that the idea of getting Mexico to pay for the wall was just a voter ploy. I mean, not that that does us a lot of good now, because I'm pretty sure that you can't impeach a politician based on just lying during a campaign. If that was the case, then every single seat in Congress, the House of Commons, the Senate, our Senate, the House of Lords, you get the idea. They'd all be empty. So, but that aside, the basically this transcript has gone through eh, quite a few funny things, but I just want to bring up a couple of the especially hilarious highlights um so some of the uh some of the big highlights that were coming up was trump doing things like threatening just outright threatening additional tariffs uh on on mexico uh i mean to quote exactly uh, i feel that we could do a much simpler solution and that solution was tariffs at the border because the united states has a trade deficit with mexico of 60 billion dollars just threatening the, and, and I mean, you just read the entire language and it's, it's, it's in true Trump rambling fashion. I mean, he goes on to say, and that the United States will not have these deficits anymore. We do not mind a small deficit. We don't mind a little time to get there, but we cannot do this and we cannot sustain like this. We will not be the United States anymore. And we cannot listen to this. I was voted on the basis that we are losing too much money and so much money to Mexico in terms of jobs and factories and plants moving to Mexico. And it just goes on like that. That's basically... The amount of times during this this transcript, this is just the one with Mexico. I haven't even had a chance to really dig in and really read the one with uh, Australia either. But I mean, at one point he stops and just makes sure that the interpreter is actually keeping up with him, which I can't blame him for asking because the interpreter was probably in the back of his head thinking, what the fuck is this orange Cheeto on about? Um, I mean, I'm even curious if he actually translated what Trump was saying verbatim into Spanish for uh, for Peña Nieto. Um, you know, just for sake of sanity. But I mean, constantly throughout this thing, Trump is is constantly going back and talking about how he's won all these votes. Now, this this conversation for for a little bit of context happened um, in near the end of January, I believe January 27th. So it was only a couple of days after the inauguration. The election was still relatively fresh. But still, the amount of times during this thing that he is constantly basically talking about how awesome he is, is just... It, it makes you wince. It really does. Um, I mean, you go through this thing and he's talking about basically simultaneously insulting the Mexican army and saying the United States army is just so much better um, by, and I quote, you have some pretty tough hombres in Mexico that you may need help with. And we are willing to help you with that big league, but they have to be knocked out and you've not done a good job of knocking them out. And he goes on it's yeah, talking about a little bit with drug problems with kids. And then we have to work together to knock this out. I know this is a tough group of people and maybe your military is afraid of them, but our military is not afraid of them. And we will help you with that 100% because it is out of control, totally out of control. I mean, 
I'm sure that world leaders are a little bit more um, uh, candid with one another when they're in like these private conversations, but this to me does not exactly strike me as a the way you would normally talk to another world leader. Uh, but the big one, the the really the really good one, especially with the conversation with uh, with Mexico, is basically anything going on about the wall. Uh, there is a bit just a little further down where, uh, uh, let's see here. The only thing that I will ask you though is on the wall. You and I both have a political problem, as if Trump promising they were going to build a border wall is Mexico's problem. <sighs> but the fact is that we are both in a little bit of a political bind because I have to have Mexico pay for the wall. I have to. I've been talking about it for a two-year period, and the reason I say they're going to pay for the wall is because Mexico has made a fortune out of the stupidity of the U.S. trade representatives. They're beating us at trade, and they are beating us at the border, and they are killing us with drugs. Now, I know you're not involved with that, but regardless of who is making all the money, billions and billions and billions, some people say more, is being made off of drug trafficking, and that is coming through Mexico. Uh, again, referring back to how is this Mexico's problem that you have been making this political promise for as long as you have been? Ah, uh, it's just, it's, it's wonderful, but it gets better. <clears throat> So now, Trump even goes on to try and say, you know what, let's hash out like a PR scheme right now. Uh, so what I would like to recommend is, if we are going to have a continued dialogue, we will work out the wall. They're going to say, who's going to pay for the wall, Mr. President, to both of us? And we should say, we will work it out. It will work out in the formula somehow. As opposed to you saying, we will not pay, and me saying, we will not pay. Because you and I are both at a point now where we are both saying we are not going to pay for the wall. From a political standpoint, that is what we will say. We cannot say any more that we cannot say that anymore because you are going to say that Mexico is not going to pay for the wall. Then I do not want to meet you guys anymore because I cannot live with that. <sighs> Believe it or not, this is the least important thing that we are talking about. Po politically, this might be the most important to talk about. It's it's just again, basically Trump saying, "Well, I've been saying this for two years, but I never had actually pl any plan to get it done. And now that I'm actually in office, and I still don't have to." no plan to get it done, but I've already signed an executive order because he had signed an executive order before having this conversation to get started on building the wall. Uh, it's just, yeah, just, just, yeah, but don't worry. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows just for, uh, just for us because, uh, there was even some mention with, uh, with Canada too. So, uh, with part of this, of course, also talking about NAFTA and, and sort of, of course, with the trade deficit conversation that, uh, that Trump was having with, uh, with the Mexican president. Uh, so the Mexican president tries to say, yes, I do understand what you're saying, Mr. President on this public proposal. I understand it is not new. What I'm getting at is that new in terms of the type of dialogue we've been having, I would insist very specifically, Mr. President, for us to find a route towards the dialogue to balance it in our trade. I think that what you have said is weakness, as you've said, regarding the lack of modernization. I think we can work to get it, continue working towards building the relationship uh, and construction of a new framework to continue our trade relationship among the three countries that are part of NAFTA. To which Trump replies, well, Canada is no problem. Do not worry about Canada. Do not even think about them. That is a separate thing, and they are fine, and we have a very fair relationship with Canada. It has been much more balanced and much more fair. So we do not have to worry about Canada. We do not even think about them. Thanks, you asshole. <sighs> I never thought I'd actually want some attention from Trump, but at the same time, Jesus fucking Christ, you... <sighs> mm. 
And of course, this is now all since this conversation, he's been going on more and more and saying that basically he's just wanting to tear the whole thing up because now, of course, he's saying that Canada's being very mean about things like softwood lumber and uh, dairy and meat and all of these other things. And it's just like, would you just, I mean, again, too much to ask, but would you make up your fucking mind, please? <sighs> anyway, so yes, this is just a wonderful insight into how Trump privately goes and has these conversations with freaking world leaders and it's just uh yeah um so yeah if you are curious i mean i do recommend that you read this entire transcript if you can actually get through it um on the um on the new york post or the washington post website they've done a good job of also with some some annotations and pointing out both true and um uh untr untrue we'll say statements uh not only things that Trump are saying, but also that both um, uh, Pena and uh, and Turnbull are saying as well, um, and adding some context to some of the conversation, especially when you know you you keep in mind that this conversation happened more than six or seven months ago. So, yeah, I mean it's 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 a thing. Uh, it's it's definitely a thing. But I think the biggest thing, most of all, that it just it proves is that. It's kind of the swindling. And like I said, as I'm curious whether or not this was leaked or not because Scaramucci got fired or if he managed to grab out that or if it was just leaked out. Because, I mean, the, the transcripts themselves were prepared transcripts from the White House. They just have not been released by the White House until, you know, now. So the biggest thing, again, is that it's the whole – even Trump admitting that the whole wall thing was 100% ploy. Not that anyone with – three brain cells couldn't tell that, but it was just the amount of how much it was able to use to rile up his base and just, and get them just really turning out in droves. It's just crazy. And to see basically that the whole thing was an enormous marketing scheme. And then after the fact, he was trying to make it so it would actually be possible. So he wouldn't look like an enormous liar. Ah, yep. That's a thing that, that is absolutely a thing. So just remember, boys and girls, if you ever become a world leader and you go and have telephone conversations with other world leaders, that shit's probably going to come out in the wash. So at least try and act like a world leader when you're saying it and not constantly be calling people by their goddamn nicknames. Just saying. Yeah. But other than that, that's all for me for tonight. As always, my name is Carr. Mind your phone taps and enjoy the rest of Unfurled. Ah, uh, and we're back. He doesn't have a headphone jack. We're we're back. Uh, so we have we have a couple emails to read after these misogynists. So after I'll read the first one. Back because it's kind of directed at me. Okay, not not directly, but you'll see. So this one is addressed to Dear Tal Vox and the Fleshy Mammalian Amalgamate. Jesus. Okay. Try saying that three times fast. Uh, how long is the editing lag on most episodes for the podcast version? Uh, I'm frightened to visit YouTube, but also I want to hear Tal have an aneurysm or breaks the table or give birth or whatever when he reacts to the sigh news. Sincerely, Damon Pidgeot. Uh, the editing lag on the episodes is however long it takes me to sit down at my computer and edit an episode. So right now, I think it's three-ish weeks. 
but uh, that won't continue to be the lag. It's supposed to come out roughly Monday, Tuesday after recording. Yeah. But it hasn't for a while. I'm trying to fix it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm just plain sorry. Uh, sorry. Yep. Um, I'll read this next one because it touches on one of the... Uh, one of the topics that I rant about every once in a while. Um, what you rant? Yeah. So this no. one's from Dejir the Bobcat. Um, oh, a new one. So this one says, "Hey, unfurled cast, I'm writing in about the topic of Nazi furs and Nazi, uh, or Nazi furs and quote unquote Nazi furs. You guys touched on, I think, episode two point five. I'm guessing that's it, as I only really listen to the episodes as they're uploaded on your guys' website. I'm pretty sure it was the most recent one posted as I'm writing this. If it's the most recent one posted as of the recording of this, then you are correct. Yeah. Uh, you guys didn't really offer a solution to the problem. Rather, you guys just sort of suggested complacency with the issue. What happened to the reasoning you were following earlier in the same episode where you spoke to the measure of crackdown on creepers making... Others uncomfortable at furry events. You suggest formal action by staff and outright exclusion of certain people from certain circles. But when it came to, say, people who intentionally antagonize others to make them uncomfortable, your suggestion was to do nothing, arguing that even ignoring these people somehow, somehow hands them a victory. That's simply ridiculous. Look, if someone wants to act like an idiot, then, uh, then gloat and preen when understandably people get offended and want nothing more to do with them that doesn't really gain them anything seriously taking uh t oh sorry the spacing's just a little weird uh taking the mindset that we should care that they actually want to be held in contempt and disgust only validates their game when we should really just be making fun of them for their asinine behavior and reasoning It'd be like if someone rolled in a pool of muck and garbage and then made a big show of crowning victory over more hygienically inclined folk when they avoid them due to the smell and mess. In the end, the person hasn't really gained anything other than the disgust of their peers, and now they're covered in filth. Congratulations. In my opinion, behavior like that should be mocked and denounced. The mindset uh, be made completely unwelcome in the fandom, and the troublemakers themselves should be excluded from the group until they decide they're going to act like grown adults. Really, the only problem from there would be the encouragement and validation they get from those who applaud them for, quote-unquote, triggering the SJWs. Which is another mindset that I find rather frustrating, but I won't get into, as I prefer to keep this email fairly short and concise. Also, I don't want Tell's head to explode out of sheer exasperation with me. Uh, Sign your on again, off again, listener, did you hear the Bobcat? So, I don't actually remember what I said. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that was a few episodes ago. I, um, so, I think, I think that was a conversation that I had where I was disagreeing rather adamantly with Roland uh about how we treat troll type people yeah like the the opposition of ignoring them completely to uh to telling them to get out and giving them a reaction that that yeah. wasn't yeah like it it was the case of like if you give them a reaction then they'll keep going but if you ignore them then they theoretically go away that kind of that yeah. against that which i well so i <laughs> 
I, uh, I, I think I took the position that I don't agree with actively ignoring them. Yes, that is the exact position that you did. Uh, if I remember correctly. Yes, because Sky wrote in about that we should ignore them and pretend they're not there. And yeah. you said that actively pretending they aren't there makes them, makes you aware, more aware of them and makes them more of a deal. Uh, yeah. Um, that actually, um, I, I, I kind of will expand on that a bit too, uh, because there was the whole, uh, there is a whole thing about, um, I do strongly disagree with the whole, like, ignore them and they'll go away dealing with bullies situation um if you're dealing with bullies you punch them back they hit you you hit back they call you names you call them names back you don't make yourself an easy target if you just ignore it they just keep doing it this is pretty much i didn't stop getting bullied until i started calling them names in return if they punched me i'd fight back right so i mean when it so i mean when it comes to nazi first it is a thing that, uh, so it's a touchy subject. Of course it is. Um, that's, you know what though? That's the, again, that's the cross you bear for calling yourself a Nazi fur when you're not actually a Nazi. That's like calling yourself a pedophile because you enjoy the company of children and don't actually want anything sexually, um, relatable to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of a cross you bear when you sort of. That. Still, I don't think calling yourself something when it doesn't necessarily, necessarily carry with it particular beliefs that would have to do with actual oppression of people warrants harassment of those people. No, but I'm so I'm also saying, though, that doing that, you openly know exactly what you're doing. That is very close to victim blaming, though. That's fine. Like. <laughs> like, that's like that, that's what that is right so it, you know um i don't know uh my opinion may have changed in the past couple of weeks my stance on it at the moment um it, you know i do agree with the whole police our own situation um and i don't think i ever was against like if someone's an actual literal fucking nazi yeah don't invite them to shit <laughs> At yeah, all. Def definitely exclude that bullshit. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, like you said, uh, um, uh, I, it's just actively, like, if someone's there and you're like, you know, I'm ignoring it, like, that just, that just means they win, really. It's the same thing with bullies. If you sit there and try not to pay attention to them, that means that they're having an effect on you and you're trying not to pay attention to them, right? Like, you know, it, that is their version of winning. So it's like you, they just exclude them entirely from the event, remove them from the space, right? If, at least if they're saying things. You, I don't agree with the removing somebody for just existing in a place. No, that's not. No, they, actually you need, they need to take an action. Yeah. Yeah, right? um, to have a reaction, you need some form of action. Exactly. It should be a warranted reason why they're right. being. Yeah. Uh, or if they're, you know, or, or for example, if they have a history of some particular behavior, uh, you know, I'm perfectly fine with banning somebody from an event. If they have a history of some type of disruptive behavior, yep, go that, right ahead. That's again, that's policing your own. Yeah, that's exactly the type of thing. And I don't disagree with doing that with, for example, the Nazi first. Right. I don't at all. Um, I don't think, I don't remember implying that. Uh, if I did, I apologize. I didn't mean, in, I didn't mean that and I didn't explain myself properly, but um, yeah, no, it, it, I 
definitely agree with policing your own. I definitely agree with removing disruptive people from a space. Whether that disruption is somebody chanting kill all white people or kill all Jews, I don't care which one. Uh, you know, if oh, yeah, disruption is disruption. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, walking around in a uh, fucking, you know, SS hat or walking around in a MAGA hat versus walking around in a kill all whites hat or, uh, you know, Trump for prison hat. Like any of those could be considered fucking disruptive. Um, I am very firm in that any action taken on one particular group because of a set of beliefs uh, and actions they have taken needs to be exactly mirrored for anyone of any other group. Yeah, true equality. Exactly. Yes, very uh, much so. So I, if the Nazis are smoking in their, in their con room and they get booted out, that means that the hardcore feminist furs... I don't even know if that's a fucking thing. I'm... Sure it is. The groups blend yeah. together too yeah. easily. The, the hardcore SJW furs, if they get caught smoking in the room, they, they're getting booted out too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? No, there shouldn't be set, separate yeah. set of rules for one. Exactly. Another. So, so the like, when I say police your own, uh, and this is also the reason that I'm very, very careful and tread carefully when I'm talking uh, about Nazi furs uh, or really any other group. Uh, you know, or like pedophiles or, you know, any of these touchy groups, because um, the it's very easy to just jump down the throat of somebody because of some set of perceived beliefs that might not necessarily be there. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and I think it's important to be sure that you understand, you yeah. know, what they intend as much as what they appear to intend yeah um also i will admit that i do do that i do i am guilty of it when it comes to sjw's uh i do tend to jump down their throat but the my justification for that is that sjw is the definition of a behavior not a like the sjw is a set of beliefs and behavior it is not a lifestyle I, with that or you know it's not a, a fashion choice uh, you know anything like that it is in it is inherently the thing right uh some might argue that not you know if you call yourself a nazi that you are inherently because nazism is a set of beliefs mm -hmm. it is a set of yeah. actions um but and, and that's the thing is that's where being careful comes in because when it comes to the nazi furs by and large they do not actually hold said beliefs. It is stupid that they would call themselves Nazi furs instead of Hugo Boss and Studious. Yeah, like yeah. that's yeah. kind of the... And um, that, that's the problem is often the label yeah. is not the one they meant. Yeah, so, uh, but, you know, um, so uh, the, the, the reason that I was, pr I was treading so carefully and that might have frustrated you, I, I think, uh, at least what I'm getting off of this email, sorry if I'm misunderstanding, um, was uh, I got a bit that you were kind of frustrated that I was treating, uh, you know, the creepers and stuff in one way and Nazi furs in another way. Uh, at least from what I, uh, again, that that's, about right. that's sort that's of sort the, the, the what I feel I got. Um, and I do apologize if that's how any of that came out. Uh, it's definitely not what I stand for in any way. 
Uh, so just like, like I said, just to explain, I tread carefully around Nazi furs uh, and talking about them or tread carefully around uh, Trump supporters or anything like that or anyone, any, any of those things. Um, because none of those uh, Nazi furs is not an inherent set of beliefs or actions. Trump supporter is not an inherent set of beliefs or actions. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are some things, you know, white supremacist, that is an inherent set of beliefs and actions mm-hmm. uh, and should be condemned uh, anywhere it comes out. But Nazi furs are different from Nazis. It's sort of like how washing and washing machine are two different things entirely. Washing is an action. Washing machine is something else. Um, so uh, Nazi furs... Um, uh, I again, I know one. He does not hold any of the Nazi beliefs no, whatsoever. Uh, he just really likes the uniform. The uniform. Um, He's a history, yeah, sort of a history buff. Yeah, and I also believe that we need to be careful when dealing with trolls and calling them racists. Um, and I think I've explained it poorly before, but there are other really good reasons for why you need to be careful when doing this. Uh, because it com- if you do it wrong, it completely invalidates your point. Um, it's sort of like the, how uh, you have to be careful when you just start throwing around the term Nazi. Because if you just start calling people Nazi willy-nilly, it, that term loses meaning. And it also makes you look like a crazy person. Uh, because you're just walking around like you're a Nazi and you're a Nazi. Everybody's a Nazi. It kind of shows you don't understand. Exactly. It shows that you don't, that you aren't viewing it through the lens of nuance. Um, so that's why I'm careful. I tried carefully in my definitions of these people. If, of course, if they are actual anti-Semites, if they're actual Nazis, actual white supremacists, fuck those people. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah definitely um it's just uh with nazi furs it's a hard issue because a lot of them don't hold those actual beliefs um they don't they aren't sitting there like man hitler was a swell guy yeah like goose stepping into the con yeah you know, pushing over jews yeah. uh when it comes to trolls again a lot of them don't actually hold those beliefs they just want to see SJWs flip the fuck out. Yeah, they just want a reaction. Right? Which, just... to them, it's like winning an argument. When they can make SJWs lose their goddamn minds, it's, they get to point and go, see, I told you they're all crazy. It's sort of like the same thing with, with CNN and how literally every time Trump fucking sneezes, they're they're right there like, see, we told you he was literally Hitler. Like, You know, it's the same fucking thing. It's exactly the same bullshit, uh, you know. Um, don't harass people because of shit that they're wearing. But if they are actually harassing folks, if they are someone with repeated types of behavior that yeah, is that unacceptable, uh, don't include them in your shit, you know. Remove them from the area. Don't invite them to places. Um but also, when it comes to dealing with bullies, which trolls really are bullies. They are. They're, they're just bullies. Just a different kind of bully. Um, you know, they're not there because they, you know, they don't call you a shitwad because they actually think you're a shitwad. They call you that because they want to see you lose your mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
They're not in it to, they, you know, it's, you know, they, they're not sitting there calling that kid in the school. Oh, you're so gay. Not because they actually think he's gay. They just want him to be mad. That's yeah, it. They just want a reaction. That's all they want. Yeah. So it, it, again, it's like, you know, it, you have to be able to look at what somebody's saying, figure out what their actual intention is. Are these people actual racists uh, or are they just trying to fuck with people mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and whether or not being an actual racist is better or worse than just wanting to fuck with people is kind of a sub- that, that's a subjective argument yeah that that's going to get into some ethics it's, yeah uh that's a that's like an entire semester in university <laughs> you could write or, a paper yeah in fact if you're in university there you go thesis started <laughs> yeah um you know what honestly it's the same the same kind of argument i've had to have with a few people because of things i've said in a hypothetical situation and people that for some reason just cannot deal with hypotheticals where it's just like if you meet someone and you're just like you're like i like to eat babies i don't actually want to eat a baby i don't actually want harm to come to a baby i don't actually i say that because it's a stupid thing to say yeah so and that's the thing is you know that that's why you know it's hard to sort of they're muddy waters and they are hard to navigate uh which is why i tried carefully i admit i could be better when i'm talking about sjw's i do lump them into a single group a lot but to me saying sjw is kind of the same as saying white supremacist it's like it defines a set of beliefs um but the but like you said, muddy waters where someone's idea like some idea of those beliefs could be interpreted differently than some others. It could right? be, and I, you know, actually, and you know, I'll be one of the first people to say that I, you know, I totally. Uh, actually, this goes back to what I was saying with uh, uh, behaviors that uh, are considered like inappropriate or unacceptable. I don't think conversation is ever inappropriate or unacceptable. Nope calm rational conversation if you you can disagree vehemently with something somebody is saying but if they're calmly and rationally talking and just having a discussion similar to what we're having now i don't think any of that is unacceptable to me there's no such thing as a taboo topic uh you know and there shouldn't be no there should not be open discussion uh, the ability to discuss is yeah, the only way you can actually have progression on an issue. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I, that's one of the reasons that I take like any sort of, you know, uh, behavioral policy or you know, uh, like a uh, what, like code of conduct policies and stuff like that. I always I'm always leery of them because to me a lot of those can end up being abused. You know, like, like with Paul, YouTube's current thing that they're doing, actually, we didn't talk about this on the podcast, but YouTube actually is starting a thing where content that doesn't actually breach YouTube's uh, acceptable uh, content policies, uh, but could still be considered controversial, will now be filtered in the sense that it will not be shown in any of the recommended videos or anything like that. Comments and likes will be disabled on all of them. Mm. Uh, and you'll only be able to access uh, access those videos through subscribing to the channel. That's pretty intense. Yeah, that that is that definitely starts to sort of breed a censorship. Nineteen eighty four esque. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and you know what? It's it's upsetting to see that progression of things because I know I used to watch a favorite YouTuber 
uh, in the morning, kind of when I'm getting ready or whatever. Yeah. I just take a few minutes and I watch those like stupid, like make me laugh videos, laugh challenge bullshit, just to give like a fun, sunshiny yep. beginning to the day. And there was one particular one that I watched. He had like great gaming videos, like funny, stupid, like things to just chuckle at in the morning. And he got removed and flagged for content. And they basically like kind of shut him down for a while. And then he's just like, this is bullshit. And he's like, I don't really understand. And like, I don't know. It's like, he's got worse videos yeah. than that. And they pull him down for something that's like mundane, but he wasn't even really like, yeah. Or it's also like, you know, the, that, that this would mean that things like that PewDiePie Nazi thing that he was yeah, doing, like, that, that video would immediately lose all comments and likes kind of situation. Yeah. Because it's controversial, whether it's actually offensive or not, or actually hate speech or not, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it meets YouTube's policy. It's controversial. So the comments get shut down, which anytime you're shutting down comments, that's gross to me. That feels gross. Oh, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Like yeah. there's not I don't know that it should be kind of a free the internet yeah. should be a free place to express at, your opinion. And I've said this before, but I feel like at this point, places like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all those all those huge internet areas have become so ubiquitous in everyday life that at this point, I feel like they should be covered under freedom of speech. I really do. Wow. I think I feel like they should have to take neutral stances when it comes to speech. It's kind of annoying the fact that, like, I don't know. You don't want to use the word safe space or whatever, but it's it's kind of like well, people should be free to share controversial opinions. And that's what it's kind of there for. Right. Yep. And it shouldn't be necessarily like and if you don't like it and it's it's controversial to you, like if you don't like it and you don't, well, then don't watch it. it don't well, like it, it. Don't just don't subscribe. Don't yeah. comment. As an example, though, of like controversial content, disputing the wage gap is considered controversial, even though literally at the moment, every major academic organization um has basically come to the conclusion that the wage gap is by and large a myth and comes from different choices that men and women make in their careers. Uh, you know, men tending to take more dangerous, higher paying jobs, women tending to take less hours and more, you know, socials or healthcare type jobs that don't pay as much. And that's where it comes from. And then there, uh, there was actually just a, a recent study. It was a huge one um, that broke it down. Like they basically, they started accounting for variables and it was like, okay, total wage gap, which was that, you know, 75 cents to the dollar thing they always talk about. And then it, uh, then they break it down to like wage gap when accounting for industry and it shrinks. Right. So people, men and women in the same industry, there's the wage gap shrinks. And then they go in the same industry, in the same job. And it shrinks to almost nothing. And then it's in the same industry, in the same job at the same company. And it, it shrunk down to 0.8%, which is at that point, statistically irrelevant. Yeah. yeah that's basically invisible. Yeah. It's statistically irrelevant. You can't, that could, that 0.8% could come from any number of factors. Yeah. Just um, the math. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but it's still to this day, 
highly controversial to dispute it, to dispute the existence of the wage gap. And it'll actually get you kicked out of places. So when YouTube starts saying we're going to start monitoring controversial videos that, you know, in my mind, all I'm hearing is we're going to let people who are wrong continue to be wrong and be undisputed. Yeah, See, which unfortunately the problem there is, right, it is a widely used, massively subscribed platform. It's still private. Right. And that's that's going to be the flaw yeah. is the private side can choose to do what it wants. I know. And, and that's the thing is that's that's why, in my opinion, these businesses should be forced to take on some type of freedom of speech legislation. Um, you know, it, I mean, yeah, it, it, it it's weird because that's sort of a weird pseudo cross between both a hard right and hard left bill because it's a combination of hardline freedom of speech plus corporate regulation. <laughs> yeah. So basically everyone hates it uh, yeah. right out the gate. Uh, but I don't know. I, I feel like these massive corporations that now rule so much of our lives and actually control so much of the information should have to have some type of accountability uh, people should have rights on those platforms Definitely. because they control so much of our lives at this point that I feel like human rights should extend to those platforms. Um, you know, and one of those rights being the freedom of speech, freedom of expression. I feel like that should be a right that people have on large platforms like that. I don't, you know, I'm not a political science major, so I couldn't tell you what the threshold for such a thing yeah, the, should the, be. The law or, would be a shit show to write. Yeah. But, so, but I feel like there should be something like that, that protects freedom of speech on larger platforms, even on private industry. We've diverged a lot from the topic, but anyway, yeah. um, to answer, I guess your concern, um, I mostly agree with you. I disagree that ignoring is the answer. Um, you know, if somebody's annoying you, annoy them back. <laughs> um, but also that's like the two wrongs yeah. don't necessarily make a right in that way. As uh, well, right? well, cause I've, I, I can honestly say that I've had success with both of those options, yes. ignoring them and reacting back. I, I think, the big thing for me would be you just don't want to turn into the problem. No. Don't, don't push so hard back that you are now just as thing. loud, yeah. just because then you've just turned into the but thing you're they, trying to stop. But if they hit you, defend yourself. Yes. Oh, absolutely. If they call your names, defend yourself. Yeah. Don't Definitely. let them just walk all over you. Don't let them do that. Don't sit there and take their bullshit. No. Right. I don't care if it's some SJW sitting there calling you white, racist, cis male scum. Fucking defend yourself. If it's a Nazi calling you fucking, you know, some, I don't know, telling you get to get in the fucking oven, fucking defend yourself, right? Don't ignore their bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, they're, uh, then again, again, that's sad, and this is why you have to be careful. If it is just a troll, uh, you know, answering it in any way is just feeding it. Uh, yeah, and in that case, they have to be removed. Um, so, you know, and uh, it's complex, but in general, I disagree that ignoring is the answer. Um, I agree that, um, they should be dealt with in the sense of policing our own and all of that. Uh, and 
but also at the same time, be careful who you're calling actual Nazis. Um, and be careful who you're labeling with things like, you know, sexist or SJW or, mm-hmm. you know, homophobe or whatever it is. And, you know, make sure that the, make sure that if you're if you're laying the charge of something like that on somebody, make sure that they actually fit the charge. Yeah. Um, yeah don't just don't just again, don't do the, you know, you're a Nazi and you're a Nazi. Don't do that. But yeah. All right. I think I'm tired and want to go home. Yep. That's so fair. take us out. Take take us take us out. No, Adam gets to do he's, this. I'm gonna do it for a he's, while. He's doing the he's doing the goat thing. Oh, he's trying to be a goat. That's Here, cute. I'll fix it. Ah, uh, <laughs> let him do the thing. <laughs> he took too long, and so I took my opportunity. I hate you. Um. We would like to thank Scream Fox and Omari thank for you, the intro music you, and the logos, respectively. A uh, very big thank you to all of our listeners. Um, thank you. Uh, we'll try to get episodes actually uploaded. Sorry. Um, if you're listening to this, the episode has been uploaded. Well, clearly. <laughs> no, I'm just going to upload this section. Just this just, just one this statement. And that. And yeah. that. And that. Um a uh, very big thank you to our patrons. Thank you, uh, you thank helped you, us thank out you. a fuckload. Uh, we're we've moved down to. Town. Oh my god, I'm tired. Uh, we moved down to our main studio space now. We just got. We're get in the, the basement. Yeah, we just got to get the proper hardware and all that set up and make the walls not suck. Fucking piss yellow. <laughs> um. It's it's urine insulation. It, it is yeah. kind of yellow snow down here. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. You know. Yellow every cent helps. So, you know. Even if you, and even if you've had to pull back or anything like that, we you know we don't hold that against any of you. Absolutely not. Um, I keep track of every dollar. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh. Yeah. Some. Some of I've looked at the patron sheet. Some of those guys have fucking laid down hundreds at this point mm-hmm. so they've, they've been supporting us for a long while yeah so very you know very 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 big thank you to you guys absolutely um i believe there it was like kofi was one of them i think yeah kofi i think he was the first and he still is oh really yeah like um, he's still going so uh you know uh literal hundreds so uh, you know thank you so much for all of that um other than that, uh, if you have any comments, questions, criticisms, anything like that, you know, I love emails like this one that we just got, actually, that, you know, yeah, uh, please just, call uh, tell out on his bullshit. Yeah, definitely do it. Uh, call me out on my bullshit. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Right. Um, again, if I said something that implied, you know, one of those things, I apologize and we'll talk about it. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, and if you have anything like that, you want to co- contribute to the podcast, definitely send us an email. Uh, you can uh, email us uh, to us at unfurled.net. That's us at unfurled.net. There's also the website, unfurled.net, that you can go to. We've got a contact form up on there. Uh, and you could, there's also links to like our YouTube, Twitter, uh, Telegram chat, which you can join. Talk to us directly. I know yep. Adam's usually more active in there than I am oh, lately. Uh, oh, in our chat? Yeah, the Telegram chat. Yeah. Uh, you know, so there's usually some pretty good discussions on there. I just actually just recently posted a huge fucking wall of text. That r- crazy rant? Yeah. Uh, but a good rant. 
Yeah, he, I don't he call rants it. even off the show. Yeah, yeah, I don't call them crazy because I dislike them. I just like to make that known yeah. that I do actually enjoy your rants and will absolutely encourage them most of the time. Most of the time, due to the fact that I think it's you're passionate about something, and I think it's very important yeah. that you have an outlet for that passion. Uh, but yeah, definitely, you know, come join us there. Uh, it's a good time. Uh, but yeah, other than I'm that, um, good night, I suppose. Yes, have a good night. You know, one awkward silence deserves another, right? <laughs> I'm just going to not talk. Ah, and as usual, <laughs> we love you. We'll miss you. And beware of fuckzilla. <laughs>